Merry Christmas. I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, Dennis, there's something different about you, and there is. I'm wearing my new socks that I got from my, no, that's not it. I've been praying and praying that I would be able to speak tonight, and um, by the grace of God, I have enough of a voice. I am so excited to be here tonight. I've been looking forward to tonight for so long. It is so great to see so many of you here tonight. Thank you for being with us. We know that you probably have plans, you probably have somewhere to be, or you came from somewhere already tonight, and so we just want to say thank you for taking time out to be with us this evening. Christmas is about family, and that may not be what you're expecting me to say tonight. You're probably thinking I'm supposed to say something about shepherds or about Jesus in the manger or about a star. But when we really get down to it, Christmas is about family. When we think about the things at Christmas that bring us joy, the joy of Christmas is about being with the ones that we love. When we find joy in Christmas, it's rarely because we got what we wanted. It's usually because we're with the ones that we love to be with. And the truth is the, the heartache that often comes with Christmas is not because we didn't get what we wanted. If we feel sadness or sorrow at Christmas, as we so often do, it's because we can't be with the ones that we love. Because ultimately, Christmas is about family. It's about being with the ones that we love. I don't know, how many of you in here have seen the movie Elf? Okay, I know, you're surprised that I'm going here, but I'm going here. In the movie Elf... Buddy the elf, who lives at the North Pole, finds out that he has a family who lives in New York City, a long-lost father. And he goes to great lengths to be with that family. If you've seen the movie, you know the lengths he goes to. He goes through the seven layers of the candy cane forest, <laughs> through the sea of swirly, twirly gumdrops, and through the Lincoln Tunnel, you know the story all the way to the Empire State Building where his long-lost father works. He goes to incredible lengths to be with the one that he loves. He hasn't even met him yet, but he knows that he's his long-lost father. He wants to be with him, and so there's nothing he won't do to be with him. And I won't spoil the whole movie if you haven't seen it, but if you recall, when he meets his father, he is, he's dismissed. He's rejected by his own father who really wants nothing to do with him. But that doesn't stop Buddy. That doesn't stop him because Christmas is about family, it's about being with the ones that we love. And so Buddy relentlessly pursues relationship with his father because he wants to be with him, because he loves him. Would it surprise you if I told you that that is the narrative of the Bible? Would it surprise you if I told you the same thing is true of God? And that at Christmas, we celebrate the same thing. We celebrate a God who would go to great lengths to be with the ones that he loves. Because Christmas is about family. Christmas is about God wanting desperately to be with the ones that he loves. And that on some level, each of us has dismissed or rejected God and his advances toward us, and the lengths that he's gone to to be with us. And we've told him that we, our way is better. We don't need him. 
we don't need to change things. We're fine on our own. That, that God is for people that, that need something, that need a crutch, and that's not for us. But that doesn't stop God from pursuing us. So when we celebrate Christmas, what we celebrate is the lengths that God would go to to restore relationship with the people that he loves. And who does he love? Each and every one of us. God loves each and every one of us. John 3.16 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his son. The gift of Christmas, the gift that we celebrate at Christmas is the son of God. The baby in a manger that God sent to restore relationship with those that he loves. That's the length that God would go to to be with the ones that he loves at Christmas. He sent Jesus. He says that God loved the world so much that he gave his son that whoever believes in him would not perish but would have eternal life. God says, I want to be with you. I want to be with you so desperately that I will give my son, my only son, who I love. I will give him for you. I will give him so that he can live the life that you can't live and he will die the death that you should die so that you can be a part of my family, so that you can be my child, so that you can be with me because that's what I want more than anything. See, our, our dismissal, our rejection of God has separated us from him. We're divorced from God and we can't fix it. And so when we come to Christmas and we see the baby in the manger, we don't just see a cute baby. We don't just have a reminder that Christmas has religious overtones. When we see the baby in the manger, we see the gift of Christmas, God's own son sent to restore us into his family, to share in the inheritance of being with him. God says, I want you to be my child. I want you to be with me forever. That's what I offer at Christmas. That's what I hold out to you at Christmas. And so when we see the baby in the manger, whether it's on a Christmas card or whether it's on somebody's lawn, we see an invitation it's an invitation from God to say, come and be a part of my family. Won't you be with me? I desperately want to be with you because I love you. And you can dismiss me and you can reject me and you can tell me that you can do it without me, but we both know better and I will not stop pursuing you. I will pursue you relentlessly just like Buddy the Elf. I know it's a stretch. And I know that this sermon has mostly been written while I've been heavily medicated. <laughs> but as we come together as a family on Christmas Eve, and many of us will leave here and we'll go to be with our family tonight or we'll go to be with our family tomorrow, and we're going to celebrate Christmas, the question is, what do we celebrate? For many of you here this evening, you already know God. You already have a relationship with Jesus Christ. You already know that he sent his son, that he sent his son not just to be a cute baby in a manger, but to grow up and to show us 
how to live and to be rejected by his own people and to be crucified on a cross. You already know that story and you already believe that. And so what do you celebrate at Christmas? Not just family. And you don't just find joy in Christmas because you're with the people that you love. And you don't just find heartache because there are people in your family that you can't be with. The real joy of Christmas is that we see the invitation of God to be a part of his family. And a God who has no reason to love us as desperately as he does. They'll say, I'll give everything. I'll give my son. Because that's how much I love you. That's how much I want to be with you. So the joy of Christmas for us is that we are children of God. We are children of God, deeply loved, in spite of ourselves, not, not because we're lovable, not because as followers of Jesus Christ, we've cleaned ourselves up enough and been good enough and been moral enough that God would love us and accept us. Scripture's very clear. God does not love us because we're lovable or because we're good enough. It says, while we were still sinners, lost to our own sin, Christ died for us. He loved us because he loved us, that's all. Not because we cleaned ourselves up, because he cleaned us up. That's the message of scripture. That's the story of Christmas. Christmas is the beginning of God's plan to rescue his people back to himself. And so as we come together tonight to celebrate, that's what we celebrate. We're going to sing a song together in a little bit called Oh Holy Night, one of my favorite Christmas songs ever. And in Oh Holy Night, there's a line that says, fall on your knees. Christmas demands a response to God's Savior entering the world. At Christmas, God stepped into the world to fix people that were separated from him. At Christmas, God stepped in to make it right. And his son was the invitation to join his family and to be with him. And so we celebrate that together. And so I would just say, as we sing together tonight, and as we celebrate together tonight as a family, that for those of you who know Jesus Christ as their personal Lord and Savior, that tonight would be a night where you just praise God. And you just fall on your knees before him and you say, thank you for saving me. And thank you for inviting me to be a part of your family. And thank you for loving me even though you had no reason to. And even though I will never be good enough. But that you call me your child. And that you call me friend. And that you invite me into your glorious inheritance. And that no one can ever take me away from you. No matter what. How amazing is that? And I would just say for those of you who are here tonight and you don't know God that way and you have never heard anyone talk about God that way and you maybe, maybe you picture God as someone who's just kind of setting the rules and you think of scripture as here are all the rules that you have to live by in order to be good enough for God. That is not what the Bible is about. The Bible is God's plan to rescue people to himself and to say, I desperately want you to be a part of my family and I love you. And look at the lengths that I was willing to go to. It was harder than the seven layers of the candy cane forest and the sea of swirly, twirly gumdrops and the Lincoln Tunnel. 
I did way more than that. I sent my son as a baby. I sent him to be rejected and to die for you because I love you. And if you don't know him that way, then I would just invite you at Christmas, what better time to understand who God is and how much he loves us and to picture baby Jesus in that manger and every time you see it to say, that's an invitation to be a part of the family of God and he will not stop inviting me until I say yes. You have with you tonight a connection card on your worship folder. Would you take that out? If you have a pen tonight, I would just invite you to fill that out. There's a place on that connection card to give us your personal information and if you don't wanna do that tonight, I totally understand. Because if you think we might use that to try and get a hold of you or to come and visit you, you're right. We will. So if you're not up for that, then, then don't fill that out. But I would just ask, as a visitor with us here tonight, would you fill that out? Would you give us that information? Because we would love for you to be a part of our family. That's why we're here. And if you don't know Jesus that way, and if you don't understand the Bible that way, that's why we're here, to remind each other of who God is and what he's done for us. Maybe you're here tonight and you don't have a church family and you've been looking for one and we would just love to invite you into our church family. Some of you here tonight are deeply hurting. Maybe you're not with the ones that you love or you've lost one that you love recently and this is just a really hard night for you and this is a really hard season for you. We would love to pray for you. We would love to be your family during that time. And would you share that? With us, there's a place on there for you to share a prayer request. There's one thing in particular on that card that I would like you to look at. It says, I'd like to become a follower of Jesus Christ. For some of you, that's a decision you've already made, and so tonight is a celebration of already being a part of God's family. But for some of you, you have never decided what you will do with that baby in the manger. You see that nativity every year and you just have not decided what are you going to do. Or maybe you have decided and you've decided I don't need that. And I would just say God is not done pursuing you. And he is going to ask you again and again, well, you, will you do with my invitation to be a part of my family? And so tonight I would just say if you have never made a decision to be a part of God's family and you don't understand that that invitation is open to you, it is. God loved the world so much he sent his son. He says not to judge the world and not to point out how much sin is in your life. God didn't send Jesus to point out all your sin. He sent Jesus to cover your sin. God didn't send Jesus to tell you that you deserve to die. God sent Jesus to die in your place. And so at Christmas, we celebrate together. We celebrate the son of God stepping into the world to invite us into his family. And so I would just say, if you've never made that decision, would you check that on that card and say, I want to do that. I've never done that before and I need to do that. I want to be a part of God's family. We're going to continue singing tonight. We're going to continue praising God and celebrating together as the family of God that we've been invited to be a part of his family.
I want to thank you for being here tonight. If you filled out your connection card, we have gift boxes at the back of each of these aisles. Can you just drop them in there on your way out? Thank you for being here tonight. Thank you for being with our family on Christmas Eve. Let's sing a few more songs and praise God, and let's go on to celebrate our evening. Thank you.